Um, hey, greetings, everybody. Uh, this is Wesley Pfeffer. This is the Artlexia podcast. Um, it is the first week of December, so the year's totally done. And if you're an artist and you made, <laughs> and if you're creative and you listen to this episode, that means you survive another really? year, um, you know, post-pandemic world. So congrats to you, big ups to you for listening. We're actually coming. And um, yeah, before we get into all the other formal things, big up to all of you. Um, we've got a bunch of new subscribers this week. So much love to all of you guys. Um, there's a bunch of, the heat has also been climbing. Um, pretty cool. So much love to everybody that's been liking, listening, subscribing. And remember, like you'll find us on YouTube. So that's our, uh, our primary, our main source. Um, but you know, we're all over Spotify, iTunes, uh, Afropod, there's so many, um, there's so many, but you know, you just search for the Art Lexia podcast, it's the dopest art space podcast in the world, and yes, I've seen it for the second time, first time I've seen it, um, but it's dope, man, like guys, we've been getting a lot of love from, from everybody from all over the globe, actually, um, there's also a lot of guys who want to work with us, um, help us promote, market the show, and that's definitely something we're looking forward to doing in the in the um, in the new year. Um, yeah, because you know we got like what three, two weeks or some shit like that. Years, months, weeks, <laughs> weeks left for the for the for the year, and um, we actually plan to do a really interesting Christmas thingy because our episode will go live on Christmas Eve. We're gonna do a cooking thing. Uh, we wanna just show you guys like how how you can use just ordinary ingredients to do some like really interesting yeah so it's like a really if it works it's gonna be dope because then we'll do a bit more of that next if you know caesar loves cooking as well um and with the greenhouse session so that's definitely something we want to focus on so look forward to that that's gonna be too nice that's gonna be too nice yeah. and we're also covering uh just last season we're also covering uh the houting the houting something book festival i forgot the full yeah <laughs> there we go yeah we also we'll also be covering that uh actually this coming week this saturday yeah. uh which is the 11th of december so look forward to that too and um just last uh also the 100th episode is also like literally an episode or two away um so that's 100 hours or plus of great content so you know where to get hold of all of us or to find all those other episodes you know the past the previous 70 or so all audio it's only like now video but yeah um that's that um we're also trying to yeah there might be uh electricity is low shedding bullshit by the government in the episode but like i stopped giving a crap about that already so my lights <laughs> might go out but it's fine it's fine well like it's well it's not fine but yeah you get me uh so caesar um it's very hot today, as the people can tell. It is hot today. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's nice. It's nice. I, I'm enjoying the weather. And um, geez, it's been a long year, but you know what? Um, I look forward to the Atlexia all the time because the episode with Katie last week was absolutely amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Katie was tiring, inspiring episode. And um, I love to- it. Yeah, and today we are joined by Uput Menzimaseko, who is the CKO of <laughs> the Green Angst Works, where they say, it seems to say to him, and um, yes. you know, we invited him today because we want to reflect on some of the themes that 
really came through this whole, you know, this whole year for us. And those were mental health issues and, you know, the network issues, just surviving in this tech space and age. So welcome, Putmin, Zima, Sego, and yeah, how have you been? Yeah, greetings, my king. Thanks for, for joining us. Thank you, thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Uh, Sanbonani, greetings. Hotep. I'm really well, I'm really well, you know, uh, and I'm saying hotep in a tongue-in-cheek way on, on purpose because I know in the previous few years there's been this uh, backlash against the so-called hoteps, and I, always, <laughs> I am definitely one of those hoteps. Uh, with whatever in whatever contradictions that it might bring, I believe totally that word sound is power. Come from yeah. the Rasta background, so word sound is power. If you don't know what hotep means, it's okay. We'll explain it to you. If some people have put the word to distribute, it's all right too. We can even deal with that too. But I'm not gonna get rid of a term or a word just because someone put it to distribute. I am not here to cancel to cancel anyone. Yeah, but I'm well, in other words, in all the in a nutshell, I'm great. I'm and doing I well. Like that. <laughs> I like that energy. You don't have this energy and heavy my noble tears in let me correct you. We'll we'll, we'll tell you. No. no. No, no, no. And and actually you do that. I mean every Sunday or every other Sunday, your host can be live on Facebook. Um, yeah. um can you tell us about that man and yeah, how man. Why? Because I know also it was around COVID that I, um, you know, mm. Mm. Yeah, well, it can be. I'll give you a Genesis first, quick Genesis story. Uh, so it can be started uh, uh, via a group called Great Empire of Kemet, right? So we used to have a book, a book, a book around 2019. There was a book, um, 2018, 2019, there was a book club that we were doing on on, 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 on Zoom with uh, a couple of brothers and sisters who were part of the Great Empire of Kemet, the GEK, which is uh, led by Baba Umkulun Tsengiza. So we were reading a couple of books, but the main book that we were uh, reading from, it was called The Sacred, Sacred Magic of Ancient Kemet, right, by Elizabeth Clark. So from the book club emerged a couple of, uh, I would say, organizations or emerged a couple of projects, right? And it can be emerged from a project that was supposed to be a educational project where all of us were saying, okay, we are reading a book and this book has, seems to have a lot of things uh, that are interesting, uh, but we want to take, we want to make it very practical we want to do a very practical uh, immersion into what, uh, in some of the knowledge that is being shared or that is being, uh, that, that we are gleaning from this book, right? That Mkulun Tsingiza had recommended for us. Um, <clears throat> so we were, we wanted to start a school. So COVID, as you were saying, my sister, COVID was emerging around that time, the whole lockdowns things, you know. I can't tell you which month it was, but all I remember is that uh, lockdown were, there was a lot of lockdowns. I was in Zimbabwe at the time, living in Harare. 
and uh, 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 so we were meeting on Zoom. The meetings will start at eight and will run even sometimes till two o'clock, till uh, two a.m. Sometimes four a.m. You know, so within that, some of us said, okay, let's start kind of like some. We're discussing issues of homeschooling. What's the difference between homeschooling? We'd have some people come in to tell us about the various ways on how to homeschool your children and how to. Uh, uh, there's another part of homeschooling. It's not called homeschooling. It's called what? Like, I forgot what it's called, but it was about mm-hmm. basically how to study and teach uh, a distant learning for both for young people and for adults. Um, but some of us said, okay, we are in the middle of a crisis, a health crisis. How do we help each other deal with uh, home, uh, like uh, home remedies? How do you create home remedies for the flu, for for different respiratory diseases and things like that? How do you boost your immune system? So we decided to know, okay, GEK is dealing with some things on a spiritual level. We want to really zero in on ikambi. And ikambi is a Zulu word meaning a cure or a herb, a herbal cure, right? So myself and Nelinkosi, uh, Umankosi, uh, and I think uh, there was another sister by the name of uh, Nelly Siwe, Nelly Siwe Klaba, and Uskwili Umsheng, Umsheli, sorry, Umsheli, Brother Umsheli, Linda. So we kind of did Ikambi. We started it and registered it as a business, actually, because we wanted to teach, but at the same time, we wanted to sell products. But the whole premise was to get the healers, because there's a lot of healers, Sangomas, Zinyanga, and homeopaths, and all that within Ikambi. We said, okay, let's gather all that knowledge and put it into one vehicle. And that's how Ikambi was born. So it was about teaching, but also at the same time, we wanted to actually take it forward to how do we do uh, 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 after COVID? What do we do after after lockdowns? Where do we meet? What do we do to actually help each other sell each other's products? Uh, how do we get this knowledge into, how do we package this knowledge in such a way that it's um, it can reach greater audiences beyond anyone who's interested maybe in this schematic stuff that the 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 the, the schematic knowledge that GEK is doing but how do we actually involve people uh, 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 of whatever different walks of life into the healing practices of our ancestors and how do we adapt them to so so called modern modern standards that's how it emerged ikam um okay that sounds that sounds could you um could you <clears throat> Sorry, man. Um, um, you were saying there that you guys were looking at firstly uh, natural remedies, um, yes. and you were looking to sell the products as well. So, I mean, with uh, with COVID, um, we actually covered this on this platform in twenty well last year um, with the uh, with the jab. So I was prompting all the guests to see, you know, you pro or anti-vax and that type of thing. And um, the response was actually quite was actually quite astounding. Like it was quite divisive. The, the people had very 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 strong opinions on that. And it's about a year, a year later, you know, um, COVID actually picking up, um, which is concerning. Um, um, so, so yeah, I man, what what type of remedies did you guys discuss? Um, what what were they about? What was the you know what was the dialogue? What was the narrative? What what was the over, overwhelming narrative that you were discussing? Were you were you more pro? Um, if you were more pro, um, um, natural remedies then. Just explain a little bit more to our listeners. So, for those that is not too queued up with with African natural remedies, so now they know. 
Okay, yeah, that's a good question. Thank you, my brother. You know, uh, it feels, 2020 feels like many, many years ago. It feels like <laughs> five years. It feels like it has been, it's been, a lot has happened. A lot of loved ones have passed away. A lot of people that we felt that, that, that were our leaders, you know, such as, um, you know, a lot of traditional leaders actually were infected uh, with COVID. Uh, some were infected multiple times. Some had long COVID. Yeah. Some yeah. didn't make it. I'll make an example. You know, many have recovered. We give thanks. But, um, you know, people that you would assume are using similar remedies. Some would recover. Some did not. Right. I will get to what remedies uh, uh, are, which, which kind of remedies I'm speaking about soon. But just want to first start with the lives that uh, and honor some of the lives that we we did lose my one that was quite close to me and very emotional for me uh, besides family members there's, we have, there was i think one or two family members but uh, there is a lady by the name of uh by the name of pepsi uh, as, as you would imagine she has the same surname as me but we were not blood related but we are a kingdom relatives because the Masego is an ancient Swazi kingdom. Now, um, she passed away and she was the leader of the traditional of the traditional healers organization. One of the most prolific and one of the most um, intelligent and one of the most, how can I say, knowledgeable and hardworking and well-traveled globally uh, 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 people and so me, I took it as a serious offense, had that, even though, you know, people, no one knows uh, uh, when uh, uh, anyone is going to is going to pass away. But her passing through COVID, so they say, uh, for me, was uh, almost like a smack in the face for traditional healers, yeah. you know? Because here's someone who has dispensaries in different parts of South Africa, dispensaries selling traditional medicines and she was in the forefront speaking about COVID, promoting uh, you know the Artemisia Afra and all that and promoting different kinds of uh, 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 ways to boost your immune system uh, promoting various kind of uh, 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 medicines for various different ailments uh, 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 speaking on behalf of people with mental handicaps, you know, mental Ill, mental illness and all that. She was on the forefront. She was on podcasts. She was doing a whole lot of things. And she passes away, I think, around December 2020, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah. So, uh, and it, for, it was a real blow. Uh, and she had been giving me some advice regarding my spiritual uh, growth also. Uh, what 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 should I do, uh, and how, uh, and a couple of things like that. So I was beginning to follow some of her advice on certain things, and then she passes away, you know. And I was actually beginning to work with her uh, in terms of marketing some of her businesses, and then uh, uh, yeah, and that happened. So uh, I keep honor and uh, and thanks to her. Now. There was a lot of division, even within Ikambi group, because we have a WhatsApp group. There was a whole lot of debate. We decided from the onset on Ikambi that we do not want to discuss conspiracy theories on the group, 
on the WhatsApp groups or on our platform, whether on Facebook or whether on um, uh, uh, on our uh, uh, on our Zoom, right? So we will not discuss. We, we it's not that we are shutting people's opinions on COVID, but we kind of decided not to speak too much about COVID, uh, but to speak about it in a general sense and in a contextual sense as part of a part of uh, respiratory diseases and immunodeficiency diseases that are out there. And not to isolate it as, okay, here, this remedy is for COVID. Also, we we, we always highlight, we can't be that, what we are talking about, we are not giving prescriptions. We call traditional healers in to interview them about their lives, about their, you know, uh, 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 their life as healers, but and their knowledge, and we ask them to impart their knowledge, but we are very specific. Uh, we have a disclaimer that says that uh, we are giving recommendations. We are not giving prescriptions. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So uh, 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 the prescriptions that we gave, you, if you go on our YouTube page, you will find many episodes dealing with respiratory diseases. And COVID happens to be one of them. There's tuberculosis, there's bronchitis, there's, you know, various kinds of diseases that are bronchial disease, that are respiratory diseases. And we believe, and like some doctors also, I know Dr. Mjaja and uh, Dr. Rapiti, I think he's in uh, Cape Town, if I'm not mistaken. And there's various different doctors, even globally, who highly recommend that if you go somewhere and you, you get diagnosed with COVID, for example, you... Uh, you should start early to take uh, things like zinc, you know, supplement, supplements. Take those supplements, but also you can use various uh, 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 homeopathic uh, 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 medicines, but do it early. You know, things to do like, you know, like nasal sprays. Whatever nasal sprays are out there, check check the box, check what, check what ingredients are in the uh, uh, medication that you are using. Uh, and the the, the 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 most important point is gain knowledge, understand what you are taking. If you are taking a discipline, what is a discipline? What kind of yeah. aspirin is discipline? Yeah. Who makes it? Yeah. You know what is the life cycle of the thing? You know, even if it's a recommended, a sangoma recommends a medicine for you. We are living in the technology age. It can't be we recommend that people go and research the things yeah. that they are using. That's basically it for us. So we are about that. We are about that knowledge. We are about people gaining knowledge about the basic everyday things that they use. If it's Mshonyan, I believe in Mshonyana works. I believe Msuzwana works. Msuzwana in Zimbabwe, they call it uh, Zumbani. In my house, there's not a day that passes where we do not drink Zumbani. My children live on it, you know, because it's not it, it, it's something that you can drink like like rapos. it does not have a toxicity level that is very high you know but you cannot drink artemisia every day you cannot drink artemisia after uh, uh, you cannot drink msonyana every day twice three times a week is okay you know because you need to flush it out you know so there's a various various some of them you can find them if you go to the it can be uh youtube yeah yeah i think that's beautiful work but Menzi. um but uh, an interesting thing is that oh. you in Zimbabwe, um, and and you know you met online. How how was the experience with 
you know, the network issues and that kind of stuff. And then also, um, I mean, you talk about healing, but you, you know, in a physical sense, namakandi, medicine, but I know that you do a whole lot of other aspects of healing, like music. Uh, recently yeah. you had Zulu Boy there. And, yes, yeah. yeah. And, and no, we, the of the bee, Mother Nature, and that kind of stuff, like the different forms of healing, can you? No, I, even before we started the Kambi, I think all of us got together because we believe in African solutions to problems that we face as Africans, yeah. right? So as, as, as Africans, we do not, uh, uh, we, we do not believe as, as this group of Africans on ECAM and OHEK or other groups that I'm affiliated with. And like, say, for example, the Institute of Institute of Africology, which we started with Mama Yash around 2013 in Durban, 2012, 2013 in Durban. We do not believe in being spoon-fed information. We do not believe in getting uh, prescriptions from the West or from those who totally believe in Western forms of knowledge on Western approaches of knowledge without contextually looking at what is going on with an African. What is an African? What makes an African living in Southern Africa different to an African living in Northern Africa? And what makes us different to other people living in other parts of the world and what are the things that make us who we are in terms of the, the diet, in terms of our nutrition, in terms of our uh, uh, the level of pollution in the air, uh, in terms of the way we approach God, what is God to us, you know, do we even have gods, so to speak, you know, so there's a whole lot of things that we, we always kind of try and take in, understand the contextual basis of everything that we are doing. Right. So when I was in Zimbabwe, Zimbabwe was under heavy lockdown. Yeah, there was a whole year where I could not come to South Africa. Whole year. I think, I think more than 12 months, in fact, where we could not travel home. Excuse me. Remember, I've got triplets. I've got uh, three. I've got my children and my wife. But we basically, she can't go to Swaziland. I can't go to South Africa. I can't go to Azania. Uh, we can't travel anywhere. And uh, we were living in a suburb which would be locked down properly. There would be the, there would, would be checkpoints, you know. In fact, checkpoints just recently ended in Zimbabwe, so they will close them down and they'll open them up again. Three weeks, four weeks, two months of checkpoints with soldiers, not police, with soldiers. You know, South Africa. I think you experienced that. We experienced that. Uh, I wasn't here at that time, but I think South Africa experienced that for very limited time. I'm not sure if it was three months or what. About a month or so. Yeah, it was not that heavy because people were fighting back. Now, Zimbabwe is a military dictatorship. People don't like yeah. to acknowledge that. You, I agree with military, you. Yeah, people don't like to acknowledge that, but it's led by people who, who, who believe in force, who don't believe in dialogue, who believe in talking down at people. They are authoritarian. So in South Africa, they tried that with us, but we are not, we are made of some kind of different stuff, you know. Uh, 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 we will fight back, even though during, you know, the height of the COVID uh, pan, uh, pandemic, I call it the pandemic. I'm one, I'm, I, I call myself a pseudo conspiracy theorist. I'm in the middle when it comes to issues of COVID lockdowns and all those things. I'm in the middle. A lot of people died in South Africa. I think 21 people or 31 people 
were shot by police and soldiers in South Africa during the lockdown. Some for defying very simple things like walking to the clinic, for example, or take, going to buy some stuff for your child, for example, you know, or going from Soweto to Joburg or from one, uh, one part to another part, you know. But we know that 90% of those people that died, if not 99, were black. You see, so there are so many levels of which we can approach uh, 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 this whole COVID uh, 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 pandemic. Uh, excuse me, in your channel to be using uh, those uh, terms used by proper first rate conspiracy theorists. First rate conspiracy theorists, uh, like some of my friends are. Uh, but I've studied this enough and observed it enough to know that it is definitely not something, uh, it, it's beyond, it's not just a disease, it's not just about an illness and our caring governments trying to protect us. That's all I can say on that level. Uh, it was difficult doing it from Zimbabwe. It was um, strenuous, data was expensive, uh, yeah. it's still expensive. Uh, Zimbabwe is under heavy sanctions, so people struggle and people suffer. Uh, basic food stuff, for ordinary Zimbabweans, I was living uh, as a, what you call it, a diplomat, right? Because my wife was working for a company, an organization uh, called Trade and Development Bank. And so she, it was very, uh, uh, we, we were kind of cocooned from a whole lot of uh, struggles that a whole lot of our people, ordinary Zimbabweans in Chitungwiza or in other suburbs and townships are going through. But because I'm the man that I am and the activist, I visited people I live with people, I invited people to my house, I went to different kinds of townships. I experienced how Zimbabweans generally live. And I can tell you right now that COVID debilitated a lot of people. People that sell on the streets, we used to buy our food stuff. I never went to pick and pay in Zimbabwe to buy uh, uh, um, certain groceries, like, like, like market stuff, like groceries, uh, what you call it, veggies. I would buy on the streets. But for a whole year, imagine a mother that was making money, sending children to school by selling stuff on the streets, selling yeah. onions, everything, fresh produce, shut down for more than a year. So you can only imagine the devastation in the informal economy. And Zimbabwe is mostly made up, people survive for the informal economy there, just like most of Africa, Yeah, you know? So uh, it was debilitating, it was, it was devastating. And it still is. The effects are still, still being felt even today. Yeah, man. Let me let me just come in there. Actually, my brother, thanks for actually bringing up all of those um, um, topics there because I've noticed on this platform that we actually didn't cover um, a lot about COVID in 2023. Um, and I see that as actually quite interesting as that like it was such a dramatic experience that in some cases, the creative community sort of just either just blocked it off um, or in some cases, at least with our guests, is that they could just tunnel vision like, okay, look, there's this absolute crazy going around me. I'm just gonna focus on my work. Um, and I think that too also had detrimental, it was pretty poor because it affected a lot of our uh, a lot of our creators' mental health, which we're actually feeling, um, I mean, even in the sport world, there's a major sport story in South Africa now with a certain rugby player that just disappeared for three weeks. Um, 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 and 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 then the story started to raise now that he's actually dealing with with with, with serious Stress. issues. Yeah, mm. and like what what capitalism does to to any working class person is that 
Um, you don't have time to digest trauma. There's just no time. And as a black man, as a black person in particular, you don't have time. You have, you have, you have dependents, you have kids, family, houses, debt. You got to work, brah. There's no, there's no, I got to take time out. And um, you also, you also mentioned in the beginning that like it's 2020, 20, 20, seems like five years ago. Fuck, man, it seems like it. Yeah, it seems like a hundred years ago. I was like, and it was months ago. So yeah. on that on that point there, man, because um, you were talking about a lot of these traditional uh, remedies, um, um, mental health is a major is a major issue that actually the whole world is is dealing with, and I COVID is a major role player in that. What's your what's your views on that, man? Where what's your what's your take on um, on how on how South Africans and how the creative community has been sort of just founded? Um, there's not a lot of um, platforms. <clears throat> excuse me. There's not a lot of platforms um, and then spaces for for any creatives to go out and talk and just be honest. Um, because my understanding on that is is that there's money. So if somebody's gonna go out and go talk, somebody's gonna try to make money off that. Because and we discussed mm-hmm. that a lot on this platform on how people exploiting black pain, um, which is also something we can we can like get into gradually. So yeah, I man, just um, just give us your ideas or your um, on that, your thoughts. So, on that. You know, firstly, I am glad that mental uh, health is a topic is, is has become topical. I was just t- sharing with a friend of mine the other day that, oh, not not with a friend, with my brother, my 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 biological brother. Uh, that because uh, he's also has his own, he's had his own uh, mental health challenges. You know, uh, as a family, as as, as a person. You know, even myself, I've had my own mental health challenges. Uh, and, and when I say I had, I have to qualify that by saying that I don't believe that uh, it ever ends. You know, you mentioned capitalism. You know, it's just that there are different degrees. It doesn't end. We are all challenged psychologically at different levels. But when you mention capital, capitalism, especially racialized capitalism, which with, with which uh, we as black people globally, we live under. It means total stress every single 24 hours a day, every day. I have to commend people like Baba Buntu and his Ebukosini solutions and his Shabaka yeah, Men of Africa project, Shabaka Men of Africa project, which has been happening for almost 20 years, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is an affiliate of the Institute of Africology. But Baba Buntu and, and, and Baba Mama Tebo Khobuntu have been able to focus specific, especially on the African male, the black man, and the mental health issues that uh, black men are, are, are faced with as a direct result of racial profiling and of capitalist exploitation. So I like to commend him first and foremost, for the incisive work. I say incisive because he he and his organization and the many youth, the, the, the youth that he works with, they, 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 they focus on this issue in a holistic way and from a multi, I would say from a multidisciplinary kind of, uh, multidisciplinary approach to the mental health uh, 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 I would say pandemic, you know, it is happening. A, a sane person would not expect uh, 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 sanity 
from a world that is actually deranged, you know. So we, uh, we, when you talk about, you know, people speak about capitalism as if it's just a, it's an, it's just something, it's an economic, uh, it's just something, it's an idea, it's like a theory, you know, it's just a way, a worldview on how to do business and, yeah. and how, to, how to do trade and how to economics. But when you look at the the the, the human, the human, how, how how do I put this? Just the human element and the toll and the corrosive nature of it. From if you look at it, look at its history. If you have a, what they call institutional memory, and you look at a, 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 um, the effects of it on all people in the world, and then you look at it, and and you, and, and you start to put it, put a how can you say like a microscopic view on how it affects black men. You know, we can we're gonna speak about oh. women again, but when when you talk about the the black men, and, and you look at it also from let's say even from a Fanonian perspective, I don't want to go deep into that. You can really see that mental health is a deliberate creation of imperialism, of racialized capitalism, of the monopoly states that have been created and that recreate themselves in almost every part of our lives. From the creative industry to the industrial parts in the factories in the mines and everything in the farms you know i grew up with a grandmother sorry to to, to to digress i grew up with the grandmother used to tell me stories about how abused how how she was abused at the farms by Afrikaner men right and Afrikaner women you know in the farms physical abuse mental abuse uh, 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 emotional abuse of all kinds my grandmother my mother's father my, my, my father's mother, who grew up in a place around Utrecht, it's called Utrecht, uh, Newcastle, Utrecht, those, those areas, yeah, not at Natal, you know, so that's where my family comes from. So you look at that and you ask yourself, how can we not be crazy? How can we not be crazy if we have been treated like that gener- intergenerationally? So it's generations and generations of abuse and when you look around, you find that the only elixir we have is either religion or alcohol or, or substance abuse or violence, right? So there's three, it's not even an elixir. These, these, these are the outlets of where, whereby we actually take out our I frustration, our anger, our, you know, our pain. That outlet was taken away. COVID took that away, took away the public uh, performance yeah. space, took away uh, uh, the live interaction with your audience took away uh, uh, so many jobs, technical jobs. The, 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 the music engineer, the, the, the person who sells products at the music, at, at the show, you know, so many things like, that's just on the music part. The artist who's a visual artist can't go and exhi- exhibit, you know, or even if, let's say the lockdown is happening, you've just started your exhibition somewhere in Rosebank or in Centin or wherever, there's a gallery, closes the next week, you've spent thousands creating works 10 10 portraits you are expecting at least maybe a hundred thousand rand or you're expecting fifty thousand rand return it's shut down the gallery is shut down for the rest of how many no matter how many months it was what happens to you don't you fall apart in a major way so it's been devastating my brother and sister but i think Oh yeah, but means I think it's also, I don't know, maybe 
we like you to be a people who who have resilience you know because like you've been talking about creating institutions like moving you know doing something about this pain and you say something that you know tabo um and i always talk about undressing the pain um because yes. it's, um, it's a it's a general it's a it's a long pain and all these layers need to be um you know stripped down and yes it's beautiful stuff also because i mean you're talking about books all these things that we've been told they are not as like people don't read you know <laughs> so you can like people don't read contracts <laughs> we don't read contracts <laughs> yeah yeah one so yeah but you you you're dealing with that kind of stuff and um what did i want to ask you how do we how do we do it how do we do it like my earlier question was also like your 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 connection with um people in zimbabwe and in 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 south africa that kind of stuff it's possible how is it possible because i know it's happening well it's only possible if you are willing to make it possible uh african people are united in a pan african way through the church let me make an example with the charismatic church let me give a, a charismatic churches people don't see pushiri people who say daddy to pushiri don't see him as a as a, as a malawian people who say daddy to that other guy who killed a lot of people in his church uh, 71 people if i'm not yes, mistaken yes yes the nigerian fellow in, yeah. in nigeria when yeah. they say daddy to him and they look at him as a proverbial messiah they don't see a nigerian right when we are watching a, a, a football which is another religion we we don't see we don't see a, a, a messi as a, a, a as an argentinian also people who love messi who love ronaldo they don't see these guys as, a, as as other you understand so as soon as we look at commonalities the things that common interests for example whether it's religion in the spiritual sense or whether it's religion in the sports sense uh, we we, we The, the 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 walls break down the walls break down but they don't break down fundamentally at a fundamental essential level because messi is still getting paid exorbitant amounts of money that can pay a whole factory he gets it in a month you understand so that's capitalism uh, ronaldo gets paid the same amount that a whole team in Bavar, maybe the whole squad gets in a month he gets it in a month the squad gets it in a year or not even not not even can add five years to a south african team to to to, to make up for uh, uh, the sportsman's uh, uh, amount but the pastor also the black pastor in nigeria or in ivory coast or wherever his salary compared to the local pastor who's born again who loves jesus uh, 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 and he, and he's doing it purely for for heaven's sake <laughs> was doing it for everything intended you know so uh, uh, that pastor you know like i believe my mother my mother is an evangelist and my step my father my stepfather too i when i look, when i speak with them i can tell that they're not interested in people's money like people would say ah this this church is this pentecostal church is about people these people are interested in saving souls they're interested in being intercessors for between god and human and humans they truly believe in what they are actually standing for now i'm i'm making those examples in order to speak about 
pan-Africanism and what do I, I would call it pan-humanism, so to speak, even though there's a problem. Uh, in, in a way that when you find common interests, uh, 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 all these other things like money and the race and even gender, they fall away until an ideology of division is inserted into that particular uh, into that particular sector, you know, whatever discipline it is, whether it's church or whatever. So for me, to answer your question, Menak Koko Mangos, Pan-Africanism is not is not a far-fetched something. It's not something that's only happening on a political level. All, all I'm saying that it is happening on many other levels. It's just that we do not notice it because it is not labeled Pan-Africanism. It's just people doing trade together, whatever, whether it's whether they're selling Jesus or whether they're selling clothes, canter cloth, or whether they're selling uh, Islam. You know, I'm saying I'm using the word selling in in broad terms. Whether whatever whatever you are selling, color and, and and border and all those things, they become secondary to the to, to the thing that you have united for. You are united in in, in 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 Islam. I know black Muslims who don't see. We don't see a problem with Arab who, 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 who have a cognitive dissonance when it comes to Arab slave trade. When you tell them about Arab slave trade, it's 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 a, it's a misnomer. It's something that the white man created. It's not true. Or if it was true, it was it, it's blown out of proportion. And there are Christians. If you, you speak up, speak about a, 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 a Christian, a, a, the, the Christian a, a hand in slavery, enslaving Africans. It's it's like something you know. Yeah, those were not actual Christians. They just used the Bible. Yeah, you know, they just used the Bible. It's not. Yeah. They were not actually. They were not born again. They didn't have Christ. You know. Yeah. So, so I hope you are getting my my, my point. My point is simply that Pan Africanism is a daily occurrence. I go. I I, I mean, I had dreadlocks. I recent. I, I've been having dreadlocks and cutting them for many for many years. It's a, a Ghanaian brother who cut my my my, my hair first. But the second guy who cut my hair is from is from Lesotho. You know, that's just trait. I didn't ask what 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 nation are you who's going to cut my hair. When I buy my beads or when I buy my ank, I don't ask what, where where do you come from. I want the product. I want the service, right? So on a service level, then Africanism is existing and it has always existed. But you have to be willing to. To do it intentionally, if you want to do it in a programmatic way, like we are doing with institutions that we create, you have to be intentional about it. You have to understand uh, uh, what, what kind of seeds you are sowing when you deliberately do a, a pan-African uh, 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 intercultural trade. Like I trade with Congolese people. Uh, I, opened, I, I opened Urban Zulu with Papi Kalua, who was Congolese. You know, uh, when we did Urban Zulu, when we started Urban Zulu, I didn't ask. Uh, uh, so, in, uh, as me and uh, I'm Zulu, I'm Zulu Swazi. You are Congolese. Is it going to work out? How is it going to work? No. I was about selling my books and other services that I was doing. He was about selling his clothes. We put together money. To, we put a couple of monies together. We started a shop. That's Pan Africanism. Anything else? I don't know what it is. Yeah, because we need economic freedom back home. Yeah, freedom, so important, but you have to be intentional about it. We have to be very intentional. If we want to do it in a sustainable way, we have to in 
well, by intentional, I mean that we need to we need to dream. You know, we need to dream fifty years ahead. Um, interesting, interesting point you're raising there about um, <clears throat> about standing together for uh, for having a collective ideology that sort of unites everybody. I wanna I wanna put this on the table over here. So, I mean, we're sitting in 2022. Um, if you grew up like me in the 90s, you were told that in 2020 something there will be fly, flying cars and all these, <laughs> you know, you know, all these like sci-fi type of type of things. And here we are. And it actually is like that, except my SPP are flying car. Um, although they are the, the elite, it's for the elites. Yeah, <laughs> they are. They actually, they actually, they actually are testing a little. It should, but anyway, I don't want to talk about that. I just want to raise. I use that to raise a point. Um, is that um, is that uh, with, uh, with 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 COVID devastating everybody? Um, um, I think now more than if there's if there's one thing that. The creative community and Black people across South Africa and the continent can uh, uh, can stand together. Is that we were all screwed over with us through our failing governments, and this this was one cause we can stand together. Is is this my um, on this on this on this platform? Um, um, we like to challenge a lot of the a lot of the guests in getting their viewpoints on technology, on how to use technology, and I just wanna I just wanna I just wanna sort of sort of just lead lead into that. Um, One thing um, um, I also like a lot of history, and if I and if I read that, a lot of people that try to change the system within the system, it never worked across the world ever. There might be some change here and there, because the system, for example, let's just say politics. If you want to go like like into, par- into parliament, whatever, you can have dreams and stuff like that. But um, um, the fact that your work, <coughs> that your ideas will actually manifest, is if you want to be honest, is quite is quite minimum. But now, all of a sudden, we're sitting in 2023. There's 5G um, technology. Um, um, there's these um, companies in uh, in China and in Silicon Valley that is developing platforms. Um, and some of them are actually quite liberal, and some of them are actually quite open. For example, like cryptocurrency. Um, um, and um, African people, artists in particular, seem very distant of that. Like it's just something happening over there. But yet we use it every single day. We use technology, even right now, <clears throat> um, and later on today too. We're going to use, you know, use technology even like in your bank. Um, um, so, so what's your views on how um, how to use uh, 5G or just technology in general? Um, you also raised a point. Just uh, just another point earlier on. Um, you were talking about. Um, The other group is selling like like you're trying to sell these um, products. That was that was happening in COVID. Even back then, to move around was problematic because our movement was literally cut um, cut short. But I mean, there's drones to do that, so you don't have to. You can literally sit in your hand. If you have a drone, you can actually just control. You can drop things off anywhere in the world, actually. Um, so I think that one of the one of the one of the major things that I find really interesting, and we're trying to Uh, unpack it on this platform is um, is personally we think that, that 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 technology is our own not our only but it's definitely it can definitely work for us if we understand it and I don't think people understand I think um, people still think all oh, the devil and all these other <laughs> you're talking about conspiracy theories that's a conspiracy <laughs> theory in my opinion um, and I mean moving into 2023. 
even something like voting if you look at the current voting in the, in the states that happen i think in georgia you know they also um tech technology and 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 and, and, and all these platforms are really 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 woven into every day's work and most africans or most creatives don't really don't really focus on that and irony like i said they use facebook they use their phones for everything so in moving forward um if you look at like five years down the line now because it looks like over is not going anywhere maybe the or rather the politics that came with it is not going anywhere in fact it's manifesting into really nasty looking things that's also raised the alt-right the alt-right if you look especially in europe nobody knows how to use technology more than those guys even something as simple as a meme like i think memes is an incredibly strong tool um um and it's 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 to the point bra a meme you laugh at it but it gets its message across um and yeah i mean what's your what's i want to raise another point another point but i'm thinking i can go on forever so yeah man just what's your, you. what's your what's your what's your what's your views what's your what's your views on all of that i get where you're going my brother um you know um i get what you're saying sure um technology is of utmost importance in the 21st century but we must remember in human evolution technology has always been important technology for making fire technology for making uh, clothes technology for making spiritual artifacts spiritual articles from beads beads are technology the white and the white and black the red and black the what they call the zulu love letter the coding that you find in uh, in, uh, in in our beading system the coding that you find in the ancient medunetter system what is called the hieroglyphs of course so uh, all all technology is all important but everything within its own context now you i'll start from the back i'll start from one of the things that you said lastly about the rise of the ultra, of the alt right uh, being a, and, and it's a, it raises a conversation that i had with the with the, one of my friends i think my sister shabnam palisa mohammed you know we are together in an organization called uh, thj which is a transformative transformative health justice right it's a forum uh, it's an organization uh i was talking to her about how difficult it is to side with some of the people that are talking the same language as us in terms of promotion of food sovereignty promotion of farmers smallholder farmers promotion of natural health systems yet at the same time you find an alternative racist right wing people are talking the same language as you uh it goes to the same thing it goes to how trump uses twitter how kanye west uses twitter how elon musk uses twitter owns twitter now um you need so all of this in a spectrum you look at it as I, i'm going to have to quote the bible even though i'm no longer a bible reader that much um i used to be because i was i was in the priesthood in rastafari before for many years i was in an, i was a nyapingi priest uh, come from the nyapingi movement Okay. Uh, 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 so now there is uh, somewhere in the bible it says in the end days knowledge will increase but then with the increase of knowledge many people will become worshippers of self they will not look I to god they will look, yes they will that. look yes they will look to self they will worship self they will worship money 
they will worship uh, trees and blah, 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 blah. But the point, the, I'm, I'm, the reason why I'm quoting that though, even though it's a paraphrase, is that the far right see themselves as believers in God. The God of Israel. I have to be specific. Uh, but also the people the, 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 that are, and people look at COVID also through biblical eyes, through eyes of revelation. You know, triple uh, six, or oh, what is in this vials? Am I not getting triple six in my injection? Am I not getting uh, this or that? You understand those things? So all of this if you look at the world of conspiracy theories, whether you are debunking them or we are looking at them uh, through uh, object, you cannot be, there is no objectivity. There is only subjectivity. There cannot be any objectivity because people are taking things from the context of their, either their upbringing or whatever they are been raised to believe. And then you cannot, you, you, you have to support some of the conspiracy theorists sometimes because they are anti-authoritarianism. But the paradox in anti-authoritarianism is that you still put your authority in an invisible God of Israel. I mean, you, you, you trust an authority which is an invisible, which people like myself would say is an invention. It's an invention, ancient invention by a particular people, right? And then there's this authority here on earth which swears on the Bible, the same Bible. You're both reading the Bible, but you're interpreting it in two different ways. One is saying, obey me and you shall live peacefully. And I only have your interested heart. But that same person, that uh, a political head that you are voting for, who swears on the Bible, is paid by an atheist like Bill Gates, for example, or whoever, right? So there is a, 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 a total... Knowledge has increased, but also confusion has increased. Instead of knowledge helping us to become wiser and uh, 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 better at approaching life and technology and nature, we're actually becoming more confused because the medicines, the science that we trust is sponsored, the, the Anthony Fauci's and all of that. They are sponsored by someone who's an atheist who believes in extermination of human beings in order to save human beings. I must exterminate three, 3 billion people in order to save the earth. I must exterminate uh, this amount of people in order to, for, 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 for oxygen or whatever, for greenhouse gases, blah, 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 blah. I'm summarizing. All I'm saying to you is that we are living in an age where ideologies are clashing so much. Oh, lastly, I have to say this. The far right also, each time I listen to some of these far right uh, especially the Americans, even, even Europeans. Some I listen to them, they are always bashing communism. It's all about communism was so evil. So many people died during communist regime, in every communist regime, you know? Uh, so they're not only supporting people like Trump, who are by God's racists and sexists and all kinds of things. But at the same time, they, 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 they are saying every communist and every socialist, everyone who believes in the socialist, I'm, I, I'm neither, by the way. But everyone who believes in these things, uh, is anti-God, is anti-life, uh, 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 wants to control you. Yet at the same time, they say, no, you must be controlled by the greatest authority, which is Jehovah, for example. So do you understand where I'm going? I'm saying that there is an increasing level of deep confusion. And the only way to solve the confusion is 
again, the thing that they recommend you to not do, self-knowledge. Go back to our ancient African ways. The ancient African way says, the greatest, the best way to know, to approach the divine is to understand nature, live in harmony with nature, know yourself. Know your position. Where do you stand with regards to nature? Where do you stand with regards to technology? What kind of technology? Technology is good, it's a tool. Like I started my conversation, I said, making of fire is part of technology. Making of beads, making of astrology, astronomy, uh, understanding the stars, positioning yourself according to the stars, how you deal with your with your cosmic environment. It's all technology, but what is it for? Are you using technology to control others or are you using technology uh, to improve uh, life, not just human life, but just to improve life so that there's harmony and balance in life. But nowadays, people are using technology for, for person, not personal, but for selfish, fundamentalist, racist, bigoted, hate-filled. You know, it, it's a tool in the hand of a fool or a tool in the hand of the wise. It depends. Who's going to use it better? The fool or the wise? And who is the wise? Who defines them? Only time will tell. <laughs> yeah. No, the results will tell, my king. Yeah, yeah, just the results. You know, if the technology is leading us, is, is social media leading us to becoming more comp uh, better at communicating with each other? Or is it helping us to become more removed from intimacy? Are we becoming more intimate? Or are we becoming less intimate? Someone will say, no, I found my partner. My life partner, I found them through Twitter. Or I found them through Instagram or Tinder or whatever. So some people are gaining from it. Some people are not. Africans, lastly, I may have to say this. Africans, just like the, our brothers in Pakistan and, and all these, that, I mean, if my phone is broken, where do I take it to? Take it to a Pakistani or take it to a Somalian or a Ethiopian. You know, those are the brothers at this particular moment who are dealing with those things. But if uh, I want a certain kind of technology, if I want a, 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 someone to love me better <laughs> or whatever, I go and get some multi from some dude in Venda or in Limpopo, you know, and I'll make uh, Cesar come to me right now <laughs> using multi, <laughs> you know, it works, it's a technology, you know. <laughs> I'm sorry to use you as an example, my sister, but I'm just saying, you know. <laughs> so, so, it depends what you want to use these things for. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I can relate with the overwhelming knowledge, especially because I'm raising children myself, you know, both in my work and at home. It is very overwhelming because all of this, like, confusion, how do we ground ourselves? And I know you've mentioned, you know, nature, but, but yeah. also access, right? Access yeah because also if you can talk about how people can access you know the institutions that you're talking about yes and other sources like i don't know access man a good question you know another sister came to interview me sister sheena Satikha. she came to interview me about uh, uh she's a town planner and she was talking about she came to my house i said no let's do it at the house last weekend or the other weekend about uh access to public spaces where do i go for meditation for example do i have to pay for it do i have to if i want to walk barefoot somewhere in nature do i have to yeah where do i go uh some places are paid for some places that don't pay for 
you know there are spaces and there's a, the, the the hill the mountain which i usually go to for my my walking meditation here in centurion uh, i can see uh, there's a developer in a few months time there's going to be houses there right uh, so that means i have to shift i have to go somewhere else uh, i have to go to the place where i have to pay 30 rand to get in for an hour right uh, excuse me need the land yeah so we need the land but we also need to work communally we need to work we need to re- bring back community we need to really have this we need to create communities that are talking to each other we're not talking to each other in the suburbs that we live in generally uh, we, we we basically just don't talk a neighbor you are lucky to get a high from your neighbor or other when you're walking when you're jogging you will see your neighbor and say hi but it's the children that are still talking with each other because they they meet each other at the playground but most children like you mentioned we are raising kids our children my uh, youtube is banned in my house for, for example because youtube is some of the most toxic you have said that oh yeah toxic things are happening there for kids oh, go for to sure. youtube and, and 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 just look at cartoons sure. just i usually i got 6 year olds i say sure. okay educational videos for 6 year olds I will see five good educational videos about phonics and uh, and, and and other things but the rest there's something called uh, what's this thing hagiwagi you know they will take sonic or they'll take uh, uh, any ordinary cartoon and they'll either cut its neck or it'll be pooing there shitting there or, 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 or they'll make baby pregnant or uh, baby is pregnant and uh, baby wants an abortion or baby wants a, a this or Do you understand so Terrible. technology is a tool that can that, that is deadly but it can also save lives missing children have been found through facebook you know missing cars you um, know i just like to i just like to come in there just to just to raise a point because yeah. because um um you're actually consistent with 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 that and saying like how our technology works in, in basically in what hand it works and <clears throat> I think, I, yeah um you eat the nail on the head there um um and my point is is people is not controlled by us um for example if you look yeah. at like a app like uh like um, what's the tiktok i mean those those algorithms are really good all you need to do is just punch in your email address and they know everything about you they feed your content just based which is if you if you if you, if you think about 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 how strong it is but my but my but my point on that is is that it's 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 it, it, it's controlled by uh, by the chinese uh a communist government and they it's surveillance oh, i don't want to i don't want to say too much in case they actually hear me and then like make me always all of us are and i also just go for a walk and don't come back um but mm, but, but, happen, but my point <laughs> but my point is is that as a, as a, these platforms are not controlled by people like us and i think we should take the we should take the initiative yeah we should own these own spaces like what we're doing we're developing our own platform um we are testing it at the moment we want to sell art we want to sell we want we want to open up this this is best platform for people like like yourself and others um um, um where where all you need is your is your device and you have access to this all this beautiful art culture and so forth and so forth yeah, because yeah because because i just don't believe it's um the 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 point you're making on on the youtube or that's my last point um 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 yeah a lot of a lot of parents that is uh uh these guys are these guys know what they are doing 
um, um, they know um, this platform, not to speak to ill of, of YouTube because the Art Lexia podcast yeah, also yeah, found on YouTube. <laughs> There's so many good things on YouTube, bro. Yeah, yeah. including the Art Lexia podcast. Yeah, and, yes. uh, and Spotify. I just, <laughs> I just, I just think we must understand these platforms and. Um, like we should um, coding is also it's also a big thing that that, that 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 we should start learning, especially especially children to write our own code and to understand what we're doing because we can't wait for everybody else. And um, technology is moving so fast, information is moving so fast that I can guarantee you in 12 months' time when we're recording episodes 100 and almost close to 200 episodes in, in, in our 12 months' time, um, 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 we will be singing. <coughs> There'll be another. There'll be there'll be there'll be something up there that has come to the factory, so which is just even probably more toxic than what we're talking about now. Um, um, and um, we're trying to create a community on this platform of, of people who want, want to take action. And if you want to take action, then there is people you can work with and so forth. So 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 what we so what we're trying to do here is not just to talk and just to highlight problems and we don't, I mean, we're not being arrogant like another you know, solution for everybody, but we know people who might potentially have an idea of what to do and what not to do. And um, that's just something I just felt like I just, I just need to put that on here so that we're really pushing that um, narrative on this platform. And um, if there's any other creative listening to to, to, to to this and you want to be involved in any uh, thing, yeah, just hit us up on the artex at gmail.com. I promise, Caesar, we do spoke about yesterday. We're going to check the email address more often. Uh, we don't really check it that often, oh, yeah. but, but we will. We will. We will. Check your and inbox and yeah. the spam. Yeah, man. Like you spam. know, sometimes because because we run this thing on our own, it's only season myself and then the brother Julius and Arare, and we all got our own this and that. So sometimes it gets very overwhelming. Not that I'm making excuses, I don't like to do that. But yeah, that's my point. Um, Caesar, you want to raise a point there? Say something. But I just wanna, I feel overwhelmed by all of this knowledge today, but just grateful for the space and time. Uh, but means yes, and thank you for sharing and being generous and you're yeah. welcome, you're welcome. Can I, I say just, something about one of your guests? Please do, man, please do. On, on, on the same point, in the point that you are raising now about technology, uh, you had Andile Mutama here, my brother. Uh, yes. and my leader um, even though I, I, I unfriended my brother and my leader long ago on Facebook <laughs> uh, 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 for political reasons I love him so much I, unf- I, I unfriended him because of Bushiri and Zuma but it's a different story for another day oh, yeah. uh, but not, oh, yeah. more, 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 Bush, more Bushiri than Zuma more Bushiri than Zuma but uh, he raised some very important points and he kept on reiterating it uh, about a uh, exactly what you're saying about using technology and owning uh, these things and owning the codes the algorithm making sure that uh, 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 you know like tomorrow i was saying to my other friend the other day uh, undos we're going to be doing some undos my guy he's a poet from devon uh for me t- uh, from kzn i was saying to him that uh, in fact we've started this project where we are translating a work called the husia by uh, maulena karenga uh, it's a book we want to translate it's uh, ancient Egyptian texts put together a compendium of them we want to translate them to Isuzu right so we started the work together I was saying to him that dude you have so much wise things that you are saying on Facebook if Mark Zuckerberg tomorrow wipe, wipes out stops 
Facebook. What happens to all your content? Good point. What happens to all your content? If uh, 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 even even yourself, my brother, if they take down YouTube, yeah. What happens to all the content? Yeah. Right. <laughs> so uh, it's a case in point. And, and Andy, I think, was raising this uh, point that uh, we need to have create this this revolutionary because it's a revolutionary. It's about taking these things. How does it liberate black people? In, 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 uh, ultimately, whatever we do, what does it do to liberate us? Ultimately, right. So we, we we are in touch with brothers and sisters in Francophone Africa, a Lusophone Africa, a, 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 a Anglophone Africa, Araba, what you call it, Arabic Africa. We are in touch with each other everywhere. We need to leverage that power. Again, it's a question of Pan-African unity. We are here. We are together. We are having these conversations. Even this morning, I was having deep conversations with people in Mozambique in Malawi, in Nigeria. All within the space of 30 minutes, I was speaking to all those people. So the point is, how though now do we, and I was asking them, what we are doing, what makes it different from, from the AU? What we are starting now, this union, it's called the Think Tank Union of Africa. Why, why are, we, are we replicating the will? Are we recreating the will? Or are we saying we're gonna do better than the AU? Do we have the resources to do better than the AU? You know, do we stand the danger of one day being sponsored by the WEF or the W, what do you call it, WTF, <laughs> um, uh, W, uh, what, what's the thing, the, the, the World Bank? Well, you know, uh, I'm sorry to digress for too long, but all I'm saying is that I commend you for what, for, for starting, for working on a platform that is going to be autonomous. There, some are already out there. We need to find a way to link these things like a Voltron. We need to find a way to link all these, uh, all these uh, pan-African spaces and these uh, 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 people-centered spaces, all these nature-centered spaces, all these spaces that want to that, that, that promotes liberation and liberty and freedom. We need to connect them, and we need to meet. We need to set a year each year. At Alexia, yeah. there's a festival that is connected with another festival of Africa, of, 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 of Ikambi, or Green Ankh, or GEK, or whatever. Beyond our ideological differences or whatever, we just need to meet at least once a year. Yeah. Totally agree with you. In the, totally land, agree with you. in the land where yeah. Queen Mankosi resides, she must live in that land and she must invite us, she must bake, she must cook, and we must come. Exactly. And most importantly, we are in control of the content. Guys, the content is shocking out okay. there. Yay! The content is shocking, like you were talking about YouTube and everything. But yeah. Yeah. Even yeah. some content that is supposed to be wise. Yo, the Sangoma content out there, the Sangomas of YouTube, of Black Twitter. The Sangomas of Black Twitter, guys. Yo, they'll shock you. Yeah. They, 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 the hoteps, even the hoteps, they will shock you. You know, <laughs> the hoteps like me, you know. Yeah, everybody is just... talking about their own truth, you know. They, they, they... Yeah, it's their own truth, but it's like, some of it is like really debilitating to the community, to the creator community. Some people are actually uh, 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 providing like... content that actually uh, like... uh, uh, puts puts the practice in disrepute. Put the traditional practice in disrepute. Target on, on, on Twitter. They are actually dealing with witchcraft and sorcery. But they are saying they're dealing with traditional healing. It's there. Hey. 
Oh, but that's my opinion. That's my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's really bad. But yeah, seriously, the content we can get to control because there is a lot going out there. And Pela Okumbuluguti when I put means also. Hey, these 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 institutions have been there forever. Unlearning, you know, some yeah. of the ways trying to find yourself. Like, how do you convince Ukoko says that you want to put in Sambe? What I'm just making an example. Yes, yes. You are not doing it right. How do you tell a Shambe person that they are they, they, part of their practice is colonial Scottish stuff? How do you tell them that? Scottish. The young men, they wear Scottish skirts. Scottish. There's a historical, there's a contextual. Uh, a development of how it became like that. If you study Shembe Upombela, the originator, uh, there was something, the connection with the Scots, with some church, whatever, you know. But at the end of the day, there's a lot of beauty. 80, I would say, 80% of what goes on in the Shembe church, for me, I support. But there's also a whole lot of stuff that is just cultic. I'm sorry if I'm digressing from the topic. It's just cult. It's like like us, or us, us you know. We, we are a cult of highness, so we. We rest us, you know, uh, and 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 then there's they, 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 they are, there's a spectrum. There is a lot of great things that happened there. There's a whole lot of nonsense that happens there within cults, you know. There are those who are doing it logically, and there are those who are doing it for some wild reasons, you know. Prejudices that are there, laws, the archaic Israelite laws that exist there, you know. So there's a whole lot of things we we need to unlearn, as you are saying, my sister. Even with the Kemetic people, we're not here to build pyramids. We're not here to go to Egypt. We are doing it because of the codes within these things, which are about how to create a harmonious, cosmologically sound, powerful civilization with individuals that are healthy, mentally, spiritually, physically. That's it. It's not about rebuilding in Africa of the past. It's gone. <laughs> it's about black love though because you know when you love. were speaking it's mm. about, when, you, when you were talking about Koko Masego and, oh. Oh, I'm, I'm like oh my god we need more books we need more biographies we need more knowledge about ourselves written by us you know um, so it's important work for Dwam that you are doing give thanks yeah my brother like i think you're doing some outstanding work there um and much like you know no, 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 no. yeah i don't do it alone. We can't and, and, I, and i'm glad you're raising that point over there just for all the listeners like uh you know they have all these things to say about africa and all of this but there's people like us and others who's pushing really hard and was working really smartly with within all of that. And this is a platform for that. So if you want to learn anymore, you know exactly where to tune in <clears throat> and, and to and to, and to get an earful. My brother, just like in closing, man, if any of the listeners want to reach out to you, want to find out more about what you're up to and so forth, where and how do they get hold of you? Um, what platform and so forth? Uh, I will speak, give you the details, contact of my of the organizations that I work with. One that I did not mention probably is the. I will say I will say the the website. Go to uh, Academy for Contextual Metaphysics. That is myself, Sister Linda Luangwele, and Sister Ntogozo Ngumar. 
Academy for Contextual Metaphysics. It's on Twitter. It's uh, we have a site which is just that Academy for Contextual Metaphysics.co.za. Uh, wait, is it a dot com? Forgot. But try if you just Google it, it'll come up. Academy for Contextual Metaphysics. It can be can be found on YouTube. It can be Natural Healing. It can be is I K H A M B I. Uh, it can be natural healing. It's on YouTube. We have a Facebook page, uh, and we meet on YouTube. We meet on on on, on, on we meet on um, uh, Zoom. We have a Zoom uh, kind of podcast thingy uh, where we have these conversations uh, about the spiritual, cosmological, uh, medicinal properties of uh, Africa. And then you can get me on my email. If you want to reach me directly on greenunkworks at gmail uh, green ank works. It's green ank. Uh, I know, like people when they interview me on radio, they always say an ank. I don't know why, but black people have uh, uh, say ank. Okay, it's an ank, uh, but it's a n k h. It's an ank. Uh, green ank works at gmail dot com. Can reach me there, and I have a blog called green ank works dot wordpress dot com. Uh, I write a couple of things there. I don't write as much as I used to, but I also reshare. Things that I believe that are in harmony with what Green Ankworks stands for. So it's all there. Greenankworks.wordpress.com. No, cool, man. We'll also add them on the description. Yeah, man. So. We'll um, we'll add that when we uh, when we publish the episode. Um, yeah, I just in closing, yeah, I just saw a notification. Yeah, the government is really messing with us. Yeah, that's you now stage six. So um, we're basically going to be sitting in darkness for most part of the day, which is terrible. Um, Are you at stage six? Yeah, I just I just got the notification now, um, <laughs> which is which is which is terrible, which is which is, is absolutely is, terrible. My brother, um, is, it gov- is it government or is it uh, many different uh, 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 levers being pulled here? Because for me, um, I think there's a whole lot going on beyond. There's a sabotage. Internally, Eskom also you better bet. I do think that I do think that it's a political tool that they um, that these guys are busy playing political chess, and um, the taxpayers, we we the, the working class, we suffer. Um, that feel the brunt. Um, we've complained about this, in fact, the whole year, the entire year, um, basically almost every episode, if I must be honest. Um, and um, that stinks. So uh, that actually stops. Yeah, well, that's just that's just terrible. Um, but yeah, anyway, um, we, can, make it we can we out. can bad mouth these um, these government people here, yeah, but I can tell you now we're working on getting off this grid. Um, I want no we part. Have to of, get off the grid. I want no part. I commend that. Water yeah. nonsense. They cut our water. They cut. They basically just yeah. Anyway, we are we are working really hard at that. It's just a money thing. Um, but anyway. To the listeners, yeah, I mean, guys, like we are towards the end of the year. So, as I said in the beginning of the episode, if you made it so far, um, yeah, good luck or well done to you. Uh, Caesar always like to say we like to celebrate ourselves here. So, if you listen to this, please celebrate yourself. You know, please love yourself. Love uh, yourself. Love yourself. Love your love. Love your wife, your partner, your kids. I think there's yeah. too little of that going around. Uh, please, sort of Oh. too much uh so yeah man let's just let's just spread that and if you're into christmas and all that type of stuff remember we got a dope ass episode coming up um i'll share my views on christmas on that episode i won't do it right now love you guys love you love you love you 
And um, yeah, man, that's that's it on my side. My sister, you got anything else to say? Closing. Guys, um, love and light. Thank you for always tuning in. One love. Love, love, love. Thanks, my yeah. king. Music, thanks Thank for coming through, my king. It was beautiful. Um, a lot of interesting stuff said today. And uh, yeah, we'll love. let you know as soon as the pop as as the episode is published. Uh, we need to all at our. Uh, we need to speak to our guy after this, and yeah. Uh, I think I said it now. Thanks, yeah. my king. Um, Caesar, we'll talk. We'll talk later. No? Positive vibes. Yeah. Yeah.